<laughs> I wish we did more sound effects for the podcast. I think we could give Alex a hard job of editing all the sound effects, but As yeah, in, I'd like to you see. Make so. the sound effects. No, I just like them added in at okay. random random points. Like, <laughs> just like today, I wanted to do like a really dramatic, like you know, at the start of like I'm a celeb or something that you watch and they do a big and all the soundtrack and everything. I was like, I was like, maybe we could do like. What is it? Was it Valentine's Day 2019 <laughs> to Suffolk girls go on an adventure of a lifetime to South Africa, Zimbabwe, 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 and now one year-ish and a bit later, they are back. On my couch, you weren't here in the first place, were you? <laughs> no. But today you're on my couch to tell us how you're getting on. Welcome to the Eden Gathering podcast. Welcome back that on the Eden wonderful. Gathering podcast, Jess and Zoe. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a year. Well, I don't actually know when we put that pod out, actually. It was Christmas time. But I guess if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to the one where we talk to you about what you're going to do, probably be best to go and listen to that one Yeah. before you listen to this one because then we don't have to intro you and listen about your boring life. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Welcome. How are you? We're good. Yeah. Spoken for the both of yeah, Sorry, Zoe. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I am... I've got a cold and so I'm really aware that I'm going to sound a little bit rubbish on this podcast, please. It might be like a Phoebe Buffay situation like sexy. Oh. when you hear yourself back and you're like, oh no, I dig this. I'm going to okay. try. Can you give us a bit of Smelly Cat actually? No. Please. No. <laughs> please don't make me. Okay, I will um, So um, <coughs> since you've been gone, I can breathe for the first time. I no. literally <laughs> No, since you've been gone... Um, I've seen a bit of you, Zoe, because you've been back for a bit longer. Yeah. But I've seen Jess for a more intense amount of time. Well, I actually found out something about Jess. Um, do you want to share what I found out about you last week? We, we went away with the youth like a couple of weeks ago. And um, I found out something about Jess. I wish Jess, you could all see the fear on Jess's face right Absolute now. cracking story about when Jess went for some allergy tests. Oh, my gosh. You can share it if you want. Or do you want me to? <laughs> you go for it and we'll cut it if we have to. Um, so I went for some allergy tests. You poor thing. Before I went to Africa. And I brought the list back and I was reading it at the dinner table. Two. There was a lot of Josh's friends, my parents, <laughs> my my siblings. And um I yeah, I basically was reading the list and I was allergic to grass, trees. And I said semen. (laughs) It turns out it was meant to say sesame. Well, it did say sesame. (laughs) I just misread it. And I announced to everyone that I was allergic to semen. And yeah. What was your mum's reaction? (laughs) It was pretty casual. And they all just were like, oh, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I bet your dad was thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. That really, really made me laugh. I could just imagine you just like reading it, like just absolutely like so casually, no problem at all. 
<laughs> so anyway, we're here to catch up about what you're doing um, and what's happened. And why don't you talk to us briefly? As I let's start with you because you're further away from me. Sure. <laughs> so last time we spoke, you're about to head out to South Africa. Yes. You're going to South Africa first. Yep. What happened? In South Africa? Yeah. What? What? So then they were going to post you, right? So you go yep. to South Africa, then they post you. Catch us up with what, what's gone on. Um, so we went to South Africa first and we had sort of orientation there, which is like training. Mm. Um, and then everyone goes on placement. Um, and so everyone other than myself and a guy called Brandon were moved out of the country to different countries. Mm -hmm. Um, but because we were waiting for our visas for Zambia, we had to stay in South Africa, which was wonderful. Like I, I don't feel like we missed out. We got to see things in a different way and got to travel a bit. It was really yeah. great. Um, and then I was moved to Zambia where I spent the rest of the year. I was able to visit the DRC or the Congo uh, for a week. And then at the end of the year, headed back to South Africa for a month before coming home. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Jess? Where did you end up? Yes. Yeah, so the same as Zoe, we obviously had that training. And then I went to Zimbabwe and Mozambique for the month. Um, yeah, I was only in Mozambique for three days because it was right as the cyclone Adai hit um, Mozambique. So they didn't really want us in there um, at that time. And then I went back to South Africa and I was based there for the year, but I managed to travel to Zambia twice. Um, and yeah, and I went to Swaziland a lot because it's like a drive away from South Africa. So I Now known as Eswatini. Eswatini. <laughs> I was just about to say that's not very politically oh, correct. Sorry. Yeah, come on, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Formerly known as Swaziland. Um, but yeah, and then... So you crammed a lot in, you feel like. Yeah, I feel like we both travelled a lot. Mm. And um, give me, I mean, how's it been? Yeah, um, it's been really good. I I think like I definitely feel like I've grown a lot and yeah, it's been really hard, but for me it's like challenged me a lot in my growth with God in particular and just generally with growing up because before I left, I couldn't even cook a meal and I probably still can't cook a meal. <laughs> so I actually don't think I've grown much there. <laughs> but um, I think just moving out and growing up was a big thing for yeah. me. Yeah, because you didn't do uni or nothing like that. So that's yeah. your first kind of big time way. Yeah. I'm sure they missed you at home. Yeah, they did. And all your cooking press. Oh, obviously. But Yuzo, how do you find it going out? Yeah, it was um, probably the toughest year I've ever had. Mm. Um, both in the work side of things, you know, you're seeing such difficult stuff and you're exposed to real brokenness. Mm. Um, but personally, it was a really hard year as mm. well. Uh, I wouldn't change it. I'm so glad I did it. It has shaped me and is continuing to shape me. But yeah, a tough year. Yeah. And um, what, because I guess you have, because you went out to visit, obviously, was it six months before you went to live? It was a bit before, wasn't it? Anyway, you had a bit of a taster. Yeah. What was um, <clears throat> the most, because I guess like a lot of the hardest stuff you do kind of anticipate the poverty, uh, the being away from home. But I guess what was the surprise? What's the thing that took you off guard that surprised you about being away that was so tough? They're nodding <laughs> at each other because they're thinking, thinking I should have prepped um, you. It's all right, we can cut it out. We can cut it down. Yeah, let me have a think. 
I literally can't think how to answer that. I think maybe like one of the hardest things was like living in community. I think I expected it to be a lot easier than what it was because you kind of live on top of each other. Everyone knows everything. Mm. You do everything together. And yeah, I think it's that sense of having your own space. Like we didn't even have our own room and stuff yeah, like that. So are you living with... Um, local people or when you say living in community what do you mean sorry um so you mean with other hands at work yeah other hands at work volunteers but it is like it's made up of lots of different cultures so there mm. are people f- from within africa and like people from different countries and yeah so even i don't know we all kind of cross different cultural things and you get in disagreements and yeah so i think it is tough but um there, and it not was to also- have that like refuge I get like when you're seeing stuff that's really tough and you need to process it you need that safe place I guess and if you're constantly with everyone I guess that's good because there's always someone to talk to but also like I just need some breathing room sort of thing yeah and I think like everyone experiences community differently because Zoe probably had quite a different experience to what I did and um yeah, I think there is also a lot of like a blessing almost that you have that many people around you who are doing and get the same thing mm. that you're doing. And yeah, I think just people to talk to and like, I don't know. Yeah. Depends how you're wired up as well, I guess. About you, Zay? Um, I think, and I hope this doesn't sound really superficial, but not having an escape. Mm. Um, Zambia is so remote and there aren't luxuries around there aren't Mm. you you know it's really hard to just go for a coffee things Mm. like that and I think um yeah just for like seven months straight feeling like I was constantly living um yeah very I don't know how to word it um you gotta think about everything you do as well even yeah I guess brushing your teeth, you like you can't just get the water from the tap sometimes or whatever. I don't know. But. So in in Zambia, we had load shedding, which means we had no power yeah. for twelve hours a day. Yeah. Um, and so things like your phone died, and there was no Wi-Fi. Yeah. And so even like the luxury of being able to chat to my mum became something that was a lot harder to do. Yeah. Um, and and you need that. You yeah, that lifeline home. And also, I, I didn't drive while I was in Africa. Um, and so sometimes you just needed to get off property and have some space. And yeah, but like Presumably, Jess it's says, not the you, safest for... In Zambia, it's just, really fine, actually. You can just go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a problem. Um, unlike South Africa, you can't really do that sort of thing. But you could drive in South Africa. And in South Africa, you can go for coffee. You can go to the mall. You can go yeah. to the cinema. Yeah. All of that stuff is available. Mm, yeah. And so, yeah, I think we had really different experiences, didn't we? Mm. And what was what are some of the highlights then? Talk to me about some of the great, best stories. I think seeing um, seeing children's lives changed completely. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one girl in particular, I won't mention her name, but who Jess and I both know, and she she came to a care point. Um, very broken very vulnerable and very physically unwell um but also I would say the biggest change is she came not knowing that she was loved Mm. and that change in her has been amazing we keep hearing stories of how well she's doing now and 
Um, yeah, those are the moments that you think, yep, this is completely worth it. Mm. And it is tough, but yeah, it's amazing as well. Known, known, like giving that transformation. To yeah. Someone. And it's, it's just showing love to them, right? It's Definitely. It's, and so what, have you managed to bring some of that back or is it too, what are you bringing back with you? Are you struggling to be back? Um, well, Jess and I have been back for, I've been back for much longer than Jess. And so I think I'm at a different stage than Jess is. And Jess is only back for, in total, it's five and a half weeks. Um, whereas I'm back kind of indefinitely. And so I think, again, for both of us, it probably feels really different. Um, yeah, I really struggled to adjust when I first came back. I didn't want to be here and... It's funny because I was really struggling in Africa and then I came I home say, and I was did like... Did you come home because you didn't want to be there but you um, also didn't want to be here or... I came home because my year was finished. Yeah. Um, but in being back, it I think I found it really hard the not living in community. Yeah. I By the time I left Zambia, I absolutely loved my community and right. um, particularly there's a woman called Mel and her daughter, Rebecca, who mm. I was really close with and it was really hard leaving them mm. and going from, you know, I had my own sort of flat, but we were on a base together and I could always talk to people. Yeah. Going from that to living in a house where my mum's at work all day and she's often out in the evenings and it just suddenly felt quite lonely in a mm. different sense. Um, but I'm now working and I'm getting involved with my church and so mm. things like that. Are making me feel much more connected to community feel... here. And what about the culture shock <clears throat> aspect of it? Um, so for me, like I said, Zambia and South Africa are really different. Yeah. And I think I experienced culture shock much more going from Zambia back to South Africa. Yeah. I had just had a week in the DRC, mm. which um, is just insane. Like the poverty levels there mm. are just ridiculous. Yeah, um, and yeah. going from that to South Africa, I found that really hard. I felt like I'd stepped back into the Western world. Yeah. And so going from South Africa to England actually wasn't too hard yeah. for me because I felt like I'd already done the whole culture shock thing. Mm. Yeah, what about you, Jess? Because obviously yeah. you've kind of, you kind of went straight into like our youth camp, didn't you? Like, Yeah, I think like... Craziness. <laughs> um, Kind of similar to what Zoe's saying, but I think... I don't know. We were kind of discussing it before I came home and like even why while I've been home. And it's like, mm. I think sometimes people expect it to be the big things like walking into a shop or mm. I don't know, like that's what they think culture shock is. Mm. Whereas I think it's actually the really tiny moments or it's the like, I don't know, the tiny moments where you have a conversation with someone or you walk in to somewhere and just one little thing will like tip you over the edge. Like, Does it make you quite angry? I think that I maybe experience a bit more anger than emotional, but yeah, yeah I think I just How do you up... deal with it? Do you challenge people on it? I guess it depends. On... I think it depends who you're talking to. I think if I feel comfortable, I'll challenge them with what they're saying. But often, like, I don't know, I think I have to check my own heart and, mm. like, have to remind myself to be quite gracious. And, like, also, like, I think when you're here, like, you're so far removed from it. And if you have no idea, like, I don't mm. know. And, it's or, like worlds apart. Yeah, it is. You can tell me if you don't want me to say this and that Alex can cut it out. 
But I think something that Jess and I have both experienced and that has surprised us is people's humour towards the situation in Africa. And I think, you know, I, I have heard people make jokes in the past and it hasn't affected me so much. And um, and I know that people are saying those things lightheartedly and people aren't meaning to sound racist or whatever mm. it is that they're sounding. Um, but when you actually know those people, when you can put, like, you can picture them and you know them and you know their stories and people make jokes about... I don't, I don't know how to give an example without being, <laughs> giving an example. Like being really specific about yeah. something that someone said, yeah. But, you know, people making jokes about the cultures in Africa yeah. and the history and all of that stuff, it hits really hard. And I think for me, actually, it's been those moments that I've... I feel like that's like a righteous anger, though. Yep. Like we were even talking about it like a couple of Sundays ago about... Jesus in the temple and it being mistreated and misused for purpose and kind of righteous anger that God ends up having. And I feel like because you've seen what it's like, you mm. definitely have permission. But I think but we also, also you have can't to be walk aware that being so angry all the time totally. because it'd be miserable. And I think sometimes we have to be aware that people say those things um, out of their own uncomfortableness. I I don't think I've experienced anyone saying that who has meant it and who has mm. meant to cause offence or meant to cause harm. Mm. But I think people say it because they're uncomfortable and... Um, kind of some insecurity in yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, definitely. Have you lost it with someone there yet? Um, Jess, that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't define lost. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think for me, I try and walk away more frustrated, like rather than blow up at someone. Because, yeah, I think, I think like Zoe said, no one's doing it to be horrible. Mm. But I think it is just hard when you, I think it's worse when you like pour your heart out and mm -hmm. you explain a situation of like, you tell a story that means so much to you and you didn't really want to share, but you share it. And it's when people then use that as a bit of a joking point. You're a bit like, oh. like, that's actually really personal. Whereas actually, if it's a lighthearted joke, I think I still am a bit like, oh, don't say that, but it doesn't mean anything to me. So, yeah. like, I think that's the difference that we've experienced since coming home. It's, it's almost a bit like, um, you know, like when you make a your mum joke or mm. a joke about your mum. Yep. <laughs> like, they're <laughs> two I've very different things. Which I've just taught my mum to do. Nice. <laughs> but my mum now keeps making them to me. And I'm like, no, because no, you're talking about your yourself. <laughs> yeah. No. no, that doesn't work. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it must, it must be a hard balance between... You really don't want to lose that passion and that kind of righteous anger, whatever you want to call it, that sense of perspective. But also you can't walk around really cross. Yep. And otherwise, only for your own sanity and you don't want to be miserable. And Yeah, and I also am keen to say that there is a complete flip side as well. So many people have been so supportive. Um, yeah. I've been to so many small groups now. They've invited me to talk about... Nice. The past year and do they feed you? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> Small no, groups that don't do them. food. I just sometimes, don't get <laughs> sometimes. Um, but that and people just asking questions. Mm. Um, I have been really, really blown away by. I go to the Forge Church and their support in all of it has been incredible. I, yeah, it has completely blown blown me away. 
I feel like one of the location leaders there is. Yeah, I've got a bit of an yeah, in with my mum being like a location leader. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it has been great to see you back and um, I haven't forgotten about Yuzo. Thanks. Um, did completely forget who Jess was when someone asked me the other Savage. day. Savage. I'm like, they, they totally grasped me up, didn't they? They're yeah. Like, oh, Jess Thomas is home. I was like, who's that? <laughs> I was like, wow, I feel so lucky. And, uh, but I just couldn't, I just, yeah, because I just... I just remember you just like right there and they were talking like <laughs> a year past and he's yeah. like nah no, I, I, don't I, I don't think I'm used to hearing your last name <laughs> and you've probably heard my mum talk about me for a year so oh my goodness yeah <laughs> no, I'm, joking. I'm joking no but like you've been on FaceTime in the office together yeah. and like yeah. um but like Jess like I don't know Jess I just, just disappeared off the face I of the earth. Forgot, I kind of forgot you existed. And <laughs> someone brought you up and I was like, who's Jess? Right, like, why, why, so, uh, why is everyone so buzzing for this Jess? Who's <laughs> this Jess Thomas? But I know your face and like, I know you like I Jess know. and what you're allergic to. Like, I'll never forget, I'll never forget that story. Yeah, but it, it's um, it's been really good to like, I guess, keep up to date with you guys and how can we keep supporting you and... I guess you're willing to go and talk to people whilst you're back. Yeah, we'd both love to do that as much as possible. Obviously, Jesse's time is much more limited, so grab her while you can. <laughs> um, and what's the plan for you, Zay? I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> yep, and that's something that people can really be praying for if they yeah. are people that pray. Um, I really, really don't know what's next, and so I'd love mm. for people to help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll definitely... We'll definitely pray for that Thank you. and invite you around for food and thanks um and is there are you still doing blogs and stuff can people um i mean jess I... you're a nightmare at promoting this last time i remember she still will be <laughs> but yeah if there's ways of people keeping in like i guess you want people to support hands at work as well definitely yeah that, i guess your heart is totally with yeah there. so what's all their stuff and so if you're with the Forge Church, you can, or if you're not still, you can support a child in uh, Zambia mm -hmm. for £20 a month. And that ensures yeah. that they get their health needs met, their education needs and their food provided. Um, and honestly, that's like, that's £5 a week. That's a latte. Yeah, totally. Um, and I'm super aware that not everyone can do that. And so maybe that's something people can consider doing as a small group. Um, mm, or as a couple a of idea. families together, things like that. Yeah, that's one way to do it. Um, I think advocate, tell tell the stories. If you hear a story, repeat it and then repeat it again and just spread the word about what is going on. I think sometimes um, the situations in our African countries can feel like an unobtainable sort of a faraway issue mm. and they're really not. Mm. They are something that we can have an impact on. Um, but also... There is local stuff happening that you can be involved in. I'm a massive advocate for adoption and fostering. Um, and that's something that I really think as Christians we should consider mm. because there are kids here in the UK that don't have homes and don't have families and don't know that they are loved. And mm. so do that or get beside someone who is doing that because it's hard work. That's good. You, uh, did you practice that? I've said That's it in good. small groups. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's really good. Jess, what's coming up for you? What's next? So you're here for five more weeks, yeah, four more weeks. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, four or three Then where do you go back weeks. to? Do you get placed somewhere else now? Then I go back to South Africa for a couple of months, I yeah, think. I, and... I do quite a good South African accent. <laughs> it's quite good, actually. <laughs> it's actually really good. 
Um, and then I'll be moving to Zimbabwe, um, hopefully for the rest of the year, if we yeah. can get work permits. And so that's something people can be yeah. praying about for you: work permits. Forgot to actually ask what you're doing. Like what? So what you do, like? What do you do? So what is it? It's a Friday morning, isn't it? Friday morning, ten o'clock. What are you doing? If we're in Africa, yeah. So uh, Africa's two hours ahead, and so at this point, it's midday. No, say you want ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Um, it would be <laughs> no. It would be so every Friday. There's different meetings that rotate. Yeah, and but at that's the eight till nine. E- no, but the end of every month, <laughs> there's hands on deck. Which um, goes till 10.30. Oh, that's true. So we'd be sitting... Jess is on the comms team, so she has a lot more info than Yeah, that's, that's what I want to know. Is like, <laughs> so what, when you say you're on the comms team, what do you do? Um, yeah, so I was part of the communications team. So I kind of was in charge of like the social media and terrifying. just... I know, <laughs> really terrifying. Uh, so follow Hands at Work on Instagram. Nice plug, hold on. Well <laughs> <It's a> little... <laughs> um, but yeah, I try and like collect stories and just get them out so that yeah people here have stories and things to like run with and then um yeah I'm also in charge of like kind of all the internal meetings so I do yeah this hands on deck that I was talking about which is like a feedback morning and then all the different meetings and I kind of do some audio stuff and yeah so podcasts yeah I do podcast maker in Africa nice <laughs> so what would you be doing uh so i was on the finance team so i would likely be in the office doing some accounting so that's why you're plugging sponsorship and she's plugging instagram <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense now. um on fridays we would have um a meeting uh with all the accounting people and then the people who are supporting the service centers um and so yeah fridays was mostly meetings and planning for the next week Nice. And office work. Um, and was you able to go to church in that while she was out there? Yep. So I That went, must be fun. So <laughs> I think people assume that we go to African churches. We don't tend to. No. Uh, we go to international churches. So yeah. it's like people who... Lots of missionaries. Yeah, and, yeah. basically. Um, or ex-missionaries who are still living there, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and so I went to a church called NCF, not to con- get confused with MCF, <laughs> which is what the Ford used to be. Um, and it's, yeah, it's small and it's, uh, very low budget and it's very much like MCF when it, when the Forge right, yeah, first yeah. started, it kind of feels like that. <laughs> yeah. In a good way. Yeah. Okay, sometimes. cool. Okay, Jess, how, how about you? <laughs> um, cause I didn't really drive. I kind of oh, just. Okay, here come the excuses. <laughs> just I have, stayed in bed. I haven't even watched the Forge online, forgechurch.com. I went to like a different church every week, so I just got a variety. Oh, you're one of those. Just a little church hopper. Oh dear. <laughs> just oh dear. because where I was always like the last person to organise my lift, so I'd just have to go where I was left. Yeah, I guess. So That's good. You get to experience a variety. Exactly. Don't just go to a church that's just like the church. You've just It's the only one available in Zambia. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can quite imagine. <laughs> well, it's been good to have you on. We'll be praying for whatever is next. Thank you. And we're really glad that you're here. God's been faithful, I guess, through this time. And yep. you've been, you know, we prayed for protection and finances and all of that's been provided. You're still here. Yeah, definitely. People no have been scrapes, amazing. No scraps. Not really. No, not, not really. 
Just Jess has a new nose piercing. Yeah. That she'd like you to notice if you see her. Comment on when we put it on Instagram, make sure that you comment on the Hashtag nose piercing. Nose piercing. She's, um, she's, she's like, oh, Alex, can you move where you're taking a picture from just so I can get my nose piercing in it? Because she's that vain uh, and Africa hasn't changed her that much. <laughs> Too true. Good. Right. Well, we'll see you around. Invite OT small group. Yeah, do Jess it. will probably be gone by the time this gets out. I don't know. Um, and come go to Eden. Yeah. Yep. Come to Eden. And subscribe to the podcast. Yes. What do you do? Do you like a, do you smash a like button? How's it work on podcasts? Subscribe. Leave a comment. Leave a comment. Do you know what actually, do you know what would actually help us? There's lots of people listen to this podcast and we never, ever ask for this. But on iTunes especially, if you can give it a five-star rating... We will accept four, but if you do, if you're going low and four, just don't don't like why are you listening? <laughs> just don't listen and don't rate it, and then leave a little couple of words on there that really helps the algorithms um, po- point us up to new people, and then they get to hear these two talk about how Jesus has changed their life, and then didn't Jesus- we really talk about Jesus very much, did we? Well, I think Jesus is in all that you're doing. There you go. Uh, well done. How yeah. good is God, by the way? Awesome. Sick. So incredible. Sick. 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 Cool. Peace out. Right, let's go get a Big Mac. Play the music. Recording, I was hoping to get a little bit more story about the Big Mac. Oh, Oh. sorry. Who did you have it with? Myself. Oh, Jess. <laughs> and then I invited Meg round and she she came and got a Big Mac as well. Oh, nice. But you sat in the McDonald's by yourself? No, no. I oh, walked right. in the McDonald's in my pyjamas, walked out, walked home. <clears throat> and but then... not in Africa anymore. You can't do things like that. You walked oh, to a public <laughs> place in your pyjamas. Yeah. Got enough food for a family of four. <laughs> and then and walked home. And you're proud of yourself. Yeah, I am. Baffling. Actually, you walked. There's no McDonald's near you. No, I, no. I was house-sitting <laughs> in Barry. Oh. So many sketchy details here. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what to believe. <laughs>